Hey, everyone. Welcome to Shattering Ceilings. We're your hosts, Lauren and Megan. So if you're ready to get vulnerable, take off that mask and grow into the person you've always desired to be, we invite you to join us. We are creating a safe space for genuine connection and community where we can all grow together. Pull up a chair. Let's dig in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Shattering Ceilings. It's Lauren and Megan. And today we are going to well dive into my life a little bit. It has been a crazy couple months in my life, a lot of transition, a lot of change and some loss. And so we, I just thought we could have a conversation today about some things that have helped me navigate the last few months and not just completely lose my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it all seemed to happen at once, which life often <laughs> comes that way, right? Where everything just it's a whirlwind but i have to say like watching from the outside you really have handled it very well and without really like trying to burn everything down in the process thank you it's honestly kind of new for me (laughs) unlike me to try to burn everything down in (laughs) uncomfortable situations so that feels really good to hear yeah so Two months ago to start it off. So we, you know, everybody knows we moved to Louisiana. We've been living in a rental. And about two and a half months ago, we started looking for a house because we had to be out of our rental by October. And Mm -hmm. I partnered with a mansion. So needing to do it in eight months means we need to actually do it in like a week. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Like right now. I mean, I'm recording in my new house right now, which we weren't supposed to move into until Sunday at the earliest. We made it a week and a half. And he promised wow. me two weeks because we had a full month to move. And I was like, just give me two weeks. I know we're going to get started and you're going to like start going nuts and just moving crazy amounts of stuff over, which is what has happened. He took his mm-hmm. little Prius and moved every dresser. He pulled oh apart somehow made In the Prius? In the Prius. And then he calls me on Tuesday and was like, hey, I called my buddy. He was free. So I just moved all the beds. I was like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, if he's doing it on his own, like that sounds wonderful that you're not like enrolled in this whole thing. Oh, it's it's been amazing. I yeah. mean, it's our butts off. We've been driving loads over, like dropping kids off at school, yeah. driving stuff over, going to work, then driving more stuff, going to, yeah. you know, just like, moving constantly. is no joke. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And it's amazing how much shit you can accumulate after living somewhere for only eight months. <laughs> like, Seriously. We did a purge last year. And here we are again having to do it. <laughs> But right when we started looking, Aaron's dad passed away mm-hmm. really unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it changes everything, right? Like death yeah. changes everything. It was the first one of our parents to pass away. Mm-hmm. And it required a lot of us. Aaron's, he's got two older brothers that are brothers, but they are connected through their father. So he kind Mm -hmm. of took on the role, you know, of of taking care of his mom. So that means that or meant for us that life stopped for a week. You know, we Mm -hmm. just dropped everything, went to Jersey, and then he stayed for another Mm -hmm. week and a half. And I came home and and life continued with the kids and we've been dealing with grief. A lot Mm of it. Yeah. Uh, My kids had, I think, an abnormally close relationship with, Aaron's parents because they did move in with us at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we lived together for two years and with each child, they also came home and stayed with us for like three to six months. So mm-hmm. they got a lot. They were used to like every day, you know, being with pop up. It was, 
Aaron's or not Aaron's Ender, my son, his best friend. So like there's been a, a lot of grief at our house. It's an everyday yeah. conversation. And in the midst of all of that, we still were buying a house. So Aaron yeah. being the mansion that he is came home and immediately wanted to kick back into gear. Cause that's part of how he deals with stuff is staying right. busy, you know, mm-hmm. maybe avoiding a little bit, but <laughs> right. I mean, I think it's pretty common. Really yeah. He's done a really good job about being in his feelings and expressing his feelings and, but we bought a house like three weeks later and mm. now have moved in in the process altogether. You know, work is not easy. I, His job is changing at work. So he also, he started a new job yesterday. It's a lot of transition. A lot of transition. Yeah. Life mm-hmm. is pulling us in a lot of directions. And even you were like the, the calm person, you were that beacon of light and and focus and direction the entire time. Because I think too, right? Like dealing with, again, you know, the, the, all the different emotions that were going on. Right. And there were a lot of highs, there were a lot of lows and you, you really held it together. Thanks. I feel like that's kind of a role that I've always played in my life. Like I'm always pretty grounded in Mm -hmm. In crazy situations like i remember when my dad first got deployed my mom and i would get into fights because she's like i don't understand like why you won't talk to me and she wanted me to share my feelings and i didn't freak out when my dad laughed and the listen i was a teenager so Mm -hmm. the issues were coming out of in other places i was probably giving her a lot more attitude Mm -hmm. but um, i wasn't in in the experience i was calm right in like the big Mm -hmm. moments and i've always kind of been that way but as a yeah, parent, that's interesting, a right? It's a lot different. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're dealing it with, you know, obviously Ender, who is four, not understanding what's happening. And then obviously losing a parent is probably one of the hardest things you will ever go through. So yeah, that's a lot too. Yeah. The weight of the grief has been the most surprising thing. Like I knew you just don't know what to expect and you don't know how it's going to yeah. come out. You know, and I think everybody in our house has really handled it well. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we've been without really tough moments. Sure. Which so, is to be expected. And I think also like you need to give that space. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing though. Is I think if I took any lesson from this, it's really just, I learned at a new level how to give people space to express in the way that they need to. Cause mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm double Capricorn. Scorpio rising. So there's a lot of passionate energy <laughs> and mm-hmm. to be in control. And when people get upset, like I have trouble not like latching onto that and wanting to fix it. Right. Like yeah. I need to fix the situation. Well, so especially when they're hurting, right? Like your, your significant other and your kids like, yes, yeah. of course you want to fix And myself that. too. I mean, I don't have a relationship with my dad and haven't for a long time. So Pete has been the only father figure in my life for I don't know, almost 15 years. Yeah. Um, So it was, you know, I did not expect to grieve as much as I did. He Mm -hmm. got on on my nerves. We loved each other, but he was a pain in the ass. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, you know, like I thought I was going to be okay. And then I wasn't. And nobody else was okay either. Like, God, it was like the saddest fucking funeral I've ever been to. Yeah, Um, it was very, very, I I mean, I knew it was going to be, you know, packed. But I I thought that was a nice thing to see, right? Like, you know, yes, obviously it's sad, but it does bring you some kind of, I think, fulfillment to see how many lives he impacted. Like, that's incredible. I think it was a really huge eye-opener, for, especially for, like, Rach and Aaron. 
because he was a coach and so much of his life centered around being a coach. And you, I mean, after 30 years, you just don't know what you're sacrificing at home and like by losing time with him, like they didn't realize the impact that he was having and the reach mm-hmm. that he had, you know, to the extent you get it, but you don't get it until everybody. Right. Shows up. So <laughs> it was a wild day. And I, of course, in my discomfort, because I didn't know what to do, I was walking around smiling like we were at a fucking party. I know. It is oh. so awkward. It is. It's because you see people that you haven't seen in a long time. So it's like you want, you know, to welcome them. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how are you? know, The line, how are you? And it's like, it's the dumbest fucking question. But <laughs> you don't know what else to say to people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, we're fine. Thank you for coming. It's great. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry to see you I under know. such crappy circumstances is so as well but i think like it was a huge lesson for me to learn how to just let people have space to do what they need to do and know that i don't have to fix it it's okay for Anne to be just having a really tough day and it doesn't always show up perfectly maybe it shows up in you know less patience or more irritability Mm -hmm. or like aaron somebody that likes to kind of sneak away and disappear and part of his human design he's a cave like that's his environment so he Mm. needs to have a space where he can just and he's a two-line so he's got the hermit in him Mm. he's got to disappear and handle things on his own and so that meant more it's very normal in our relationship for me to be like where the fuck did Aaron go? Because <laughs> he's always <laughs> disappearing and that was just heightened especially in the first month of him being back but yeah I mean I think if I could say anything about the situation and give anybody and not advice, but just like from my personal experience, it would be mm-hmm. that you can have really tough moments and not let it completely take over your life mm-hmm. and not get stuck in all the bad to where you can't see the good. And it's I think really that's that's, the hardest part. Yeah. It's led a lot of my lessons like at work recently just focusing on, you know, we know what we focus on grows. We talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get caught up in the shit, especially when it yeah. feels happy. Like, man, I felt like I was at capacity before he passed away. And right. then passed, and then we're like, it just kept piling on. And I really felt like I couldn't breathe for a little while. Because it um, consumes you. I mean, that's the thing is like, sometimes like situations, if you let it, and again, if you let it, can completely overtake your life, your thoughts, yeah. like everything about your day you know even when you're intentional about it like i was intentional about like practicing gratitude and running through a list of things that i love about my life and remembering that this was temporary you know like all the things that you hear but then when you get in the moment it's a lot harder to actually practice i made that a priority and it still felt suffocating yeah Um, I don't so know I what it would have felt like if I had not practiced those things, but. So I think it still gets stuck in your body. Yeah. You know, oh. like, like I kind of experienced it the other day. Like I had, a, I had a tough day because Mother's Day is coming and I, you know, we know all the things to do. Like you said, run through gratitude, run through the things that you do love, get outside. But the feeling of that heaviness doesn't always leave. Yeah. It might lessen. Like for me, my experience was that it like, I felt like I could take a little breath, you know, in those moments mm-hmm. where it was like the whole world is ending and then you practice something or I like I would meditate or something. And then I felt like I could breathe a little bit, but still couldn't take a deep breath. But it does right. lessen it just a little bit. And it helped me come back into presence enough, mm-hmm. you know, that it just didn't completely like spiral my day. Yeah. 
And I think too, like it really is true when they say you have to take it one moment at a time Ugh. in situations like that, right? Yeah, you really do. Because everything could be going great. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have a four-year-old that's like, I miss my pop-up. Why did he have to die? Ugh. You know, like yeah. you just you can't be prepared for that kind of stuff. No. Mm. You got to take it in stride. And it, guys, life is not easy. You know, I work with kids who are in an institution. Some of them hopping from institution to institution. There are kids that get stuck with us for months. We're in an acute facility that's only supposed to keep people for seven days. And I have some kids in my classes that have been here for months because they don't have anywhere mm. else to go. And you see how that affects somebody's mentality, sure. right? Like maybe they're a kid that comes in is making progress and then they find out that they can't leave, right? And that regression starts to happen or they leave for a couple of weeks and then they find themselves back in our hospital. And I can say that not everybody takes something from my classes. There are days that I am teaching to walls because nobody's able to hear it. But then there are other days where, you know, you get somebody that, or a group of kids. It's amazing. The energy of the group is always mm -hmm. so powerful, right? Like if one mm -hmm. person's on, everybody seems to be on and the class is great. And I feel like oh, I'm making a fucking difference, right? Um, but one of the biggest takeaways, we do all sorts of things. I teach all types of lessons. And if there is a through line, the biggest thing for everybody is when we meditate and we focus on what we love about our life and letting go of the things that we can't change. Mm -hmm. And you know, you get feed. I have to ask for feedback at the end of class. I have to do progress notes and stuff. And that's the biggest thing. So no matter your situation, the reason why I share this is because these are kids, kids, you know, and adults, but mostly kids that are going through something that most of us have not experienced right. and still taking three minutes to meditate mm -hmm. and think about the things that they love and let go of the things that are feeling really heavy and burdensome. Mm -hmm. makes an immediate difference in how they're feeling. And then those are the same kids, right, that come back and are asking for more yoga and are stopping me in the hallway to say thank you for class the other day. That's awesome. Being able to remember what is good in your life makes everything else easier. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about you can't have one without the other, and it is really true. There is mm -hmm. always something good going on, even when everything seems shitty. Yeah. You, the key is you have to look for it. Yeah. You have to remember it's there, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now you're in your new house, right? right? Things are starting to come together. How are yeah. you feeling now? Really nice, actually. I think I mentioned on another podcast that we ended up in a two-story house that is, she's a fixer-upper and the work initially seemed daunting. Like we signed those papers, we got into the house and I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, my, <laughs> it's real now. <laughs> my fixed eyes went on before it was like caught up in the moment, excitement of buying sure. new house. Like looking around, I'm like, oh my God, I need to caulk there. I need to reseal this, these windows, mm -hmm. you know, like just everything starts. And so then that felt really heavy. Like that was intense. <laughs> yeah. I was caught up in it for a few days and my mom was like, chill the fuck out. It's going to be okay. There's always going to be something to fix. Always. Right. Right. Yeah. And now that we're in here, it honestly feels so good in the house. The feeling of the house reminds me a lot of our house in New Jersey, which I think with all the transition, with all the unknowing that we've been in in the last year i mean i've never had so much change in my life and yeah. having to navigate that with two small kids and kind of like you know 
keep it together with them through the process has been a lot, but yeah. being in something, finding something that brings comfort or yes. having something that brings comfort and is a reminder of like an easier time is shockingly, it makes a shocking amount of difference. Like yeah. there's something so settling about being in the house. There's boxes fucking everywhere. Sure. But Listen, there's able- boxes in my house. Like <laughs> I don't, did I ever unpack these? Why are they still, why do we still have that? <laughs> it's been five years. Why are we still here? It's been five years. Why are still but I think that's a good point too. Like I, I, I can relate to that. Like, you know, you just know, I feel like, you know, when you yeah. walk in that house, this is the one for you. Yeah. And like, I mean, like home house is a really big comfort, right? But like, mm-hmm. even in smaller situations, if you're going through something really tough and you know that there's something that offers you a lot of comfort or you feel better anytime you do it, like, fucking do that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be a house. It could be no. going out to coffee with a girlfriend mm-hmm. or taking a nap. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, watching that old movie that you know yes Mm -hmm. yes nostalgia man nothing makes it better like nostalgia yeah yeah for sure well i think that things are on the up and up and yes grief will take time and it never goes away truly you know and i also think that there's a lot of exciting things for you and your family to look forward to too there are yes Mm -hmm. and you can have both at the same time it's okay yes. to be sad and also be happy and enjoy your life. It is, right? It's like you you are allowed to smile again and to laugh again. There's yeah, no absolutely. there's no like t- waiting period <laughs> you have no. to abide by, you know. Yeah, no. And it doesn't have to be death. It could be anything. You know, like a loss right. of anything, a loss of a job, loss of a friendship, loss of whatever. There's still grief mm-hmm. involved and you can still you can still have all the good things simultaneously. Yes. I think that's really the big thing here that I want to say. You know, mm-hmm. find moments for yourself. Be easy with yourself and everybody else. Cause I think that's, that's really big. Yes. You got to yeah. give everybody space to do it, how they need to do it. Yeah. There's no, there's no blueprint to how to grieve, you know, of course there's the generic stages and things like that, but even that doesn't always happen that way either. No. Oh my God. We were 48 hours in and he's like, Aaron's like, I'm at stage three of grief right now. I'm like, okay, oh my God. Get typical. back to stage one in 20 minutes, Aaron. Like, it's okay. <laughs> we're just, we're going to cycle through a few times. <laughs> so right. hey, We've done this. <laughs> <laughs> We're and you're gonna do it for a long time after you yeah know what i mean so yeah yeah <laughs> typical man jen <laughs> god he's so fast yeah well lessons and everything right yeah so that's an update on my life guys that's why i have been absent a little bit in the past few months and our episodes have looked a little bit different mm-hmm but we appreciate you guys sticking through with us and we hope that what we're doing is adding value yeah Awesome. See you next time, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We are deeply honored to be on this journey with you. Connect with us at Megs and Bacon, at Lauren Wheeler, at Shattering Ceilings Pod on Instagram. We'll link everything in the show notes. If you are listening and have a story you want to share, reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. And if you took value from this show today and there's somebody that you know that would also benefit from hearing it, please share it. Leave us a five-star review, leave us a rating, screenshot it, and share it on Instagram. We can't wait to hear from you. Bye. Bye.